Hello, we're in a lesson about walking in overcoming. We're going to read excerpts, start from excerpt 19. Yes, we will continue with these excerpts until we finish them. We have uh, other such packages that we have to go through until we will update, update our soul so it will be directed precisely through the connection with the friends to the Creator. So, Moshe, please. Excerpt 19. When one accustoms oneself to work coercively, to work in bestowal, the mind, too, operates by lines of bestowal. At that time, it is impossible that the mind will pose the who question when the senses have already grown accustomed to work in bestowal. In other words, the senses no longer ask the question, what is this work? Since they are already working in order to bestow. And, naturally, the mind does not ask the who question. This means that we, first of all, enter a, uh, the connection between us, aiming ourselves to the Creator by coercion. We rest ourselves, we obligate ourselves to, towards bestowal. This is in the tens, and later on through the whole world to the Creator, and this is how it is, uh, towards connection between us and from the connection between us to the Creator. This is actually the way. And this is all done through habit. Pay attention to this word. When one accustoms oneself to work coercively, meaning that he accustoms himself to coercion, and he also coerces himself to make it a habit, work in bestowal, then the mind, too, operates by lines of bestowal, meaning that all in all, it all comes into place only according to the habit, to coercion, and as it is written, a penny and a penny accumulates to a great amount, and then there is, uh, at that time it is impossible that the mind will pose the who question. What is the work? Who is the creator? It will not ask that. When the senses have already grown accustomed to work in bestowal, habit becomes second nature. In other words, the senses no longer ask the question, what is this work that you do? since they are already working in order to bestow. Through coercion, uh, through the habit they enter bestowed. And naturally, the mind does not ask the who question. This is what uh, Balasulam writes in this Shamadi article, Shamadi 19, what is the creator hates the bodies. What does it mean to work out of a, out a habit? According to, the, according to the habit means that just uh, the way we live, we need to understand that we need to have such an attitude also towards 
my spiritual actions. It has to become a habit, so much so, meaning that when the Rashimot, the records awaken, the desires awaken, I work with them so that I can no longer do without them. Meaning, Rashimot awaken desires that I Well, I can't do without overcoming. I can't do without arranging things towards the Creator. I cannot be without the connection with the friends. The habit becomes second nature. We are built in such a way, in spirituality as well as in corporeality, that if we do something each and every time, it um, becomes absorbed in the corporeal organs and in the spiritual organs in such a way that there is no longer any choice. We feel that just like as though we were born with that. We feel that in our life. You can see how a habit becomes second nature, that a person is not born of all kinds of uh, customs, of habits. But later on, when he is accustomed, when he's uh, taught, when he's forced, <coughs> as it is called, first by coercion and later willingly. The habit enters by coercion into our life, and later on we cannot get rid of it. Because once it is absorbed, and uh, it starts to establish within us our emotions and the ways that uh, if we repeat them, we enjoy it. This is what it means that it becomes second nature, that even things that you are not used to and you didn't want them and you did not enjoy from them, later on, by keeping them, you do enjoy. You can see that in uh, many things in life. Holland. Holland. What is really meant in this article with the who question? Can you give an example, Raf? What, what, what is this who question? Who is the creator that I must listen to his voice, that I must do what he demands of me? The laws of bestow, laws of love, laws of connection, Why do I have to do them, even though they're against my nature? This is why the who question exists. The habits and our desires, are they all embedded in the regime? Do we have any freedom along those lines? Precisely. You said it correctly and nicely that we become, when we become accustomed to something, it is registered in us and it becomes like something that exists in nature, something that I have to keep. As though I, I received all kinds of records from previous lives, from the root of my soul. So now, through habit, I establish within myself new records. Tel Aviv 3. Yes, Tel Aviv 3. Rav, bestowed, the way I understand it, is the intention that a person should receive from above. 
How is that related to the habit of, uh, of actions? Even bestow, which is something that is supernatural, it's against my nature, but if I accustom myself to some kind of bestow, then it is registered in me, and I now keep it not by coercion, but willingly. Check yourself, and you will see that you also have that. Everyone has such Reshimot records, the records of pistol, which are actually against our nature. But we keep them because we have already accustomed ourselves. And out of the fact that they are registered in our memory, it's already pleasant for us to... When in a person are questions that awaken, who is this creator that I should listen to and what is this work? What is the habit one should accustom to himself? No, each time we have a new work with that, but what we've done already, that becomes a habit. Who is the Lord that I should listen to him? Meaning, who is the creator? Why should I... uh, listen to his voice, why do I have to bow before him, who is the Lord that I should listen to him, and what is that work that he demands of me, the work of bestow, connection, serving everyone, the whole world. This, these are actually questions that are difficult for us to answer, meaning to connect with them. So what does he answer? By coercion. Is there a habit? Can you can you develop a habit against these questions? Look, look at uh, this excerpt 19. When one accustoms oneself to work coercively, work in bestowal, and so on, meaning we begin that way by coercion towards bestow and to try to determine inside of us these principles. And then from them, the correct form of the soul My friend is asking, how shall we bless the good so that we become a pipeline and pass on the habit of bestowal to all around us. That too is done by habit. It's very simple. More and more to get used to us being in uh, small groups, and they connect into one big group, and uh, this whole big group, we position ourselves such that in the near future we will connect to the whole of humanity, and we need to aim for that, to prepare for that, to arrange ourselves in such a way that we will be ready for that. And in such a way, we advance. And also from above, they bring us closer to the extent that we prepare ourselves to be the leading group. (laughs) 
Okay, Moshe, next. Excerpt 20. When one begins the work of the Creator, the way is that he is shown distancing, and it seems to him that he is pushed away from above and not permitted to come into the work of the Creator whatsoever. But in truth, the whole distancing is actually nearing. One needs to brace oneself very, very much so as not to feel in his mind when he sees that several days and years have passed. He is making great efforts for the work of the Creator, but he is still very far and did not even begin to enter the gates of holiness. Therefore, it seems to him as though the Creator is not looking at him at all and not turning to him whatsoever, since he does not want him at all. But, in truth, the whole distancing is actually nearing, and all the righteous experienced all the above said. Uh, this is uh, for certain that everyone went through this uh, process that we're going through. Not even one didn't go through it. If he reached certain spiritual degrees, it means that we, he went through everything that we're going through. Again. Good morning, Krav. Actually, the article was kind of an answer to my question, but I still want to ask. So, when we feel the the pushback, the blow, the no, I'm not talking about the corporal problems. I'm talking about the internal separation from the Creator, from the bestowal, and I, I truly feel that I'm not wanted. I'm not desired by the Creator, and He doesn't want me to do His work. So, should I annul this? But also in the article it says the state is a nearing, but this is not truly what I feel. Is that the Creator doesn't want me at all. He doesn't desire me. So. You feel these things that distance you in order for you to actually discover above that the necessity for connection. It's like a flirt, a flirt, where a woman rejects the man, but she doesn't reject him in order to truly reject him, but in order for him to discover, to reveal that he wants her even more. Do you understand that or not? I can't quite, I'm not quite certain you understand what I'm talking about. I, I understand, like when I know no. from myself, uh, when woman rejects you, you just want her with a bigger deficiency. When you're rejected, you want to grab her with more passion. No, but her intention, the intention of the woman when she rejects you is to, for you to, dis- to reveal that you want her even more. You understand that? This is why she rejects you, in order for you to 
reveal that you do want her. Meaning that your vessel, your desire will be great, will be ready to connect with her. And it's the same here. When a person enters the spiritual path, he's rejected and rejected. The Creator rejects him and rejects him until the person reveals greater and greater necessity. He does not agree to leave, but only to go forward more and more until his power with such alertness going forward will be sufficient in order to rise to the first spiritual degree. But during these rejections, how can one make himself believe that it is it is like a flirt? It's he truly wants you, but conceals. How can I make myself believe that? I don't know what to say, but tell me, do you have some other choice in life? If you have something else to do in life, go ahead. But if you realize that you have nothing else, but this is the only thing that exists, and it's worthwhile for me to engage in that and to fill my life with this, then you stay and you continue. Meaning through these rejections, the Creator establishes and increases our power to reach him only through rejections only through descents false all kinds of despairs that he injects in us it is all in order for us to reveal a strong desire in spirituality you have such desire such degrees in the desire that you have to develop them they these are uh, great forces. So, but Rav, so should I invest more in the tent? Should I invest more in dissemination or in translation to somehow awake myself? Because I cannot pray. If he would, if Creator would let me pray, I would pray, but I cannot pray. <laughs> Try, even if you can't. You will just say with a dry heart, with your mouth, ah, uh, whatever you can. It doesn't matter what it is. And this is very beneficial. But the most important thing is not to disconnect. How can you do it, Rob? For example, when you felt that internally you have a rejection from Creator, how can you come in front of us and keep continue to teach when internally you feel different. I try as much, as quickly as possible to connect with the friends, to hear them, what they're saying, what is happening to them? As quickly as possible, I enter into the friends. This greatly helps me to come back, to, to go back on. Rabba, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Rabba, in questa condizione...
o è proprio il Boré che vuole che noi avanziamo senza questo tipo di carburante? Luigi is asking, in this state there is a problem if the Creator rejects us. We can't connect to the usual pleasure, which is our fuel. So how do we replace our fuel? Or maybe the Creator wants us to advance without our usual fuel. The Creator wants us to replace our previous fuel with a new fuel so that each time I will have a new desire, a new goal, a new creator, I am new, the group is new, each time I will see them as new, all of them. Otherwise, how will I climb to a higher degree? This is why he gives us such discernments that we are seemingly disconnected and I have nothing that I can be assisted by, I have nothing that I can do, I am entirely disconnected. I have no life, I have no future, I have nothing. If it would be possible to die, I would agree right now to die, but to die without any continuation. Simply to shut my eyes and enter the absence But that is impossible. This is impossible. So if you say that the Creator is like a father that tests us, letting us walk alone without some candy, that's what we should do? So that we will choose our own candy to come closer to our father, that is already... Rav, a volte anche io sento questi stati come se non, non esistesse più vita dentro di me. Come essere d'accordo con tutto quello che accade nelle nostre, vis- nelle nostre vite e continuare ad andare avanti nel cammino spirituale? Grazie. Sometimes I also feel that I'm in a state that I have no life. To agree with this state and to go forward in our spiritual work. First of all, to shut all your senses, all your emotions and your mind and to enter some work in uh, connecting to the friends. This is the most certain way and it's easy and uh, it's effective. It's beneficial for the spiritual advancement when you have nothing because you become incorporated inside of them and they just carry you. They carry you and that's it. So do that, first of all. That's one. Second, which I highly recommend, is that each and every one must have a spiritual job, spiritual work, so that each one should find for himself some students, two or three that he's uh, studying with them, he's teaching them, or he is writing some article and other such things. 
This greatly helps. A person who is working on the materials, teaching others, preparing articles, uh, doing something, sorting what we have in the archive, wanted to have his own arrangement. Uh, this is very good. Okay. Kazakhstan. Right. A question about disturbances. The way I understand it, they become some indicator that the harder it gets, the more effort I have to invest in them. And that has to be my habit. But later, this habit is also an aid for me to overcome with less stress. No, no, we are not searching for anything that is difficult. We want to go only together and in the direction of the Creator, meaning in uh, tying ourselves more and more strongly. Then you will see there, there specifically is all the difference. My friend is asking, how will we enjoy correcting our will to receive? If there is such a view in the group that we are going towards correcting our will to receive, that already gives me strength. Yes, Moshe 21. Excerpt 21. When one walks on the path of the Creator, he is given many awakenings from above. In the middle of the prayer, or while studying Torah, or while performing a mitzvah commandment, this awakening enters the heart of the person, and he begins to feel flavor and grace in holiness. However, one should know that he was given this abundance only so as to gain new strength and be able to grow stronger in the work, so that he will engage in the battle of the war of the inclination. Then each time he is given a temporary rest, meaning upper abundance. Or when the awakening from above comes to a person, it seems to him that there is no longer any war. For at that time, he begins to feel the beauty and glory of holiness and the lowliness of corporeal matters until he resolves to work only for the Creator. When one walks on the path of the Creator, he is given many awakenings from above. In the middle of the prayer, or while studying Torah, or while performing a mitzvah, this awakening enters the heart of the person, and he begins to feel 
the flavor and grace of holiness. However, one should know that he was given this abundance only so as to gain new strength and be able to grow stronger in the work so that he will engage in the battle of the war of the inclination. Then each time he is given a temporary rest, meaning upper abundance. For when the awakening from above comes to a person, it seems to him that there is no longer any war. For at that time, he begins to feel the beauty and glory of holiness and the lowliness of corporeal matters until he resolves to work only for the Creator. Tel Aviv 3. There is something unclear here because he calls the awakening from above a rest. And to me it sounds as though now he can finally work in pistol. So why is it a rest? Okay, sir, so you, you're going to have to scrutinize that. I'll read it. When one walks... On the path of the Creator, He has given many awakenings from above. In the middle of the prayer, or while studying Torah, or while performing a mitzvah, a commandment, meaning engaging in spirituality to a certain extent, this awakening enters the heart and he begins to feel that flavor and grace of holiness. He has some flavor in spiritual work, in the lessons, in disseminations, in anything. And the main thing is thinking about connection. That's the test. Does he feel the flavor there? However, one should know that he was given this abundance only so as to gain new strength and be able to grow stronger in the work, that he will engage in the battle of the war of the inclination against his will to receive. Then each time he is given a temporary rest. What does that mean? Temporary rest? Upper abundance. For when the awakening from above comes to a person, it seems to him that there is no longer any war, that everything's okay, he's, he's fine, everything's done. There's spirituality before him, and that's it. For at that time, he begins to feel the beauty and the glory of holiness and the lowliness of corporeal matters until he resolves to work only for the Creator. So, there are all kinds of states that a person goes through from one state to another. What what should we learn from that? That we need to always try to find... Hey, 
vedo che ogni volta che mi sento sicuro della relazione col Borè, lui mi toglie qualcosa e io devo ricostruire una nuova relazione con lui. Questo si presenta in modo continuo, rapido. Io temo a volte di non farcela, di non reggere a questo continuo spogliamento. Cosa posso fare? Grazie. Each time that I feel certain in my relations with the Creator, He takes something away from me. And once again, I have to build my relations with Him. And this is how it is each time anew. I truly feel uncertain, insecure about the forms of our relations. Each time they take away something from me. So what can I do? Pray, first of all, strengthen yourself in the tent and take on yourself as much as you can some kind of work in the ten in the world dissemination for people as much as you can be working more more effective more efficient more mixed with everyone then through you from below upwards and from above downwards, all kinds of thoughts will go through you. You'll incorporate yourself. Everything is dry. Could there be a state where a person feels himself as full, and because of this, he doesn't need anything? Isn't that a state of rest? That's the worst state. Because then he enjoys his state. Basically, his state himself, his own state, not the creator, not nor the group, but being inflated, and he enjoys that. Excerpt 22. If one believes that it is written that there is none else besides him and that the Creator sends all the foreign thoughts, meaning that he is the operator, he, is, and he certainly knows what to do and how to answer all the questions. This seems as though she sends him messengers to see how he slanders her, his kingdom of heaven. One can understand this, that everything comes from the Creator. For it is known that the beatings, that the body beats the person with its foreign thoughts, since they do not come to a person when he does not engage in work, but rather these beatings that come to a person in a complete sensation to the point that these thoughts smash his mind, they come specifically after preceding Torah and work more than the usual. Thank you, Ra. After getting rejected, the feeling of envy becomes so much greater. And how should I work with this kind of big envy? That's good. 
it increases the vessel very much. You should try not to forget about that, that all of these responses like envy act in a good way to expand our vessels and then to continue to keep on working with that as much as you can. Especially it's something to learn. To learn something. Not necessarily what we learn during the morning lesson. Just take uh, some... The best is to learn something that doesn't relate to the spiritual work exactly of ours. For instance, the study of the Tenth Fiat. Something like uh, part one, two, three, four, what we're learning now. Learn that. And this will calm a person down. Will Moscow 18. What does it mean that we need to build the habit on our own? This is about spirituality, love, the Creator. Yes, we, uh, when we want to connect between us, we build spiritual discernments. Yes. What What does it mean? Spiritual discernments, meaning bestowal. When we connect above our nature, we want to connect as if we want to connect. Then all the rest, as it is written, the Creator will finish the work. We just want, the Creator does. That's how we always are in all our efforts, in all our actions, in all our plans. We only want it to happen. But in truth, it's the Creator who does it. That's why it's called the Creator's work. Our business. When we force the Creator to do the work, but we have to learn how to force Him. Women Hebrew. Women Hebrew. Why is it so difficult to establish habits? Because it goes against our... What actions of bestowal are preferable that we will have as habits? As habits, when I always think about my friends and the Creator, about this one system, just like my baby, like the great thing above me, that only that stands before me. My group, all our groups together, with the Creator together, and we're all incorporated this way and discover the upper reality, eternal life. Next. Steve, Europe, what should I do when a person can no longer force himself, he cannot keep the habit? He has to. Like Rabbi Akiva, talking about this sea that's when something happened to him the ship was wrecked and he was in the stormy sea and he had nothing to do so he grabbed on this piece of wood and he held on to it 
the main thing was he held on this, that piece of wood. And out of that, he reached shore. And that's basically the sign why Kabbalists tell us about it. This story happened 2,000 years ago. So, what's the benefit here? For us to know that these times when the sea is stormy and we don't know what to do in our life and we have nothing, we have to hold on to each other and the Creator as much as we can, even to the smallest degree, but to be in it. And then this stormy sea will do the, the right work on us and it will bring us ashore. Goal. 86. Things that are related to schedule, it's easy to make them a habit, but to awaken the heart, that's difficult. Why is it so? Again? Things that I need to put into my schedule, it's easy for me to make them a habit, but the habit of awakening the heart, that is difficult. Why is it so? That's our whole work. You'll never be able to do that. A habit to activate the heart is very difficult to do because it's the intention in order to bestow that we really need to forcefully determine. That's why there is no habit here. Ask again. Is it possible to get used to working in bestowal like any other habit that we acquire in a, on a young age? No, because this is against our will to receive. There will never be such a habit until we get light that affects us and gives us an opportunity to work to be above our will to receive. Yes. But for it to, to be easy, only under the condition and the extent that we... Yes? How is it possible to continue over years if a person makes efforts in the ten, in the lessons, in dissemination, but he feels only his own loneliness? He's not allowed to taste the flavor and uh, of uh, holiness. Yes, so what? I do as much as I can do my actions coming closer to the Creator. When even these actions that I do, they give the Creator contentment. Can we obligate the friends to commit to the ten, to lessons and uh, workshops? Yes. In corporeality, we can coerce them to connect, to gather, to perform some actions, to learn. That's something we can force, we can obligate. Usually that's how it Rest and joy in the spiritual work. Is that the same? Doesn't have to be. Rest is when we 
Now it's not yet clear to us. When we feel that we can be incorporated in the Creator, then incorporation in the Creator every time is... It may be called the rest. Moscow 18. Can we say that rest is a state when a person stumbles across the quality of his soul? No. It may be actually the opposite, that we rest during the ascent, during dissemination. Rest is consolidation of forces to the next action. How can we reach a state where we see the alien thoughts as a blow? I see how much these alien thoughts, even though maybe they're pleasant to my ego, but how much they're disconnecting me from the spiritual work, from my friends. Is the entrance to spirituality, does it stem from the fact that a person has accustomed himself to these actions? Entrance to spirituality depends on the habit, yes. When a person is tested, will he not leave? Will he guard? Does he strengthen himself and others? That's a result of these examinations he goes. Israel 1. Is the advancement in the spiritual work a person's choice or does the Creator advance him? It's always the Creator who does. A person never has an opportunity to say, that was me, I did that. What influences the pace of building the habit of how quickly, quickly it is built? The pace of building a habit. Only our work, as much as we try to connect, just like the structure of Adam Arishon. And as much as we aim ourselves to the Creator to fill our vessel, our sphere, what we're doing between us. That's basically the advancement. We should always see this image, this shape before us. PT 23. In Exodus 20, it says that we need to overcome against all the rejections. But when a person feels so rejected, where does he take the strength from for such an extra strengthening? He should think rather of himself, the creator, that he does pleasure. When he gives no pleasure to the creator, he, he has an for it to happen. Hebrew. On the one hand, habits help us become closer. On the other hand, can they also prevent us 
from connecting? There are no disturbances. All the disturbances are what we arrange ourselves by our own laziness. Laziness, that is our problem. Laziness is typically laziness towards connection. If we are able to annul our ego between us and connect, we succeed. Thank you, Rob. About the last item we read, 22, it says there about these thoughts that come to a person. And that these thoughts beat the person as a result of advancing in the work or engaging in the work what conclusion can we draw from this is that a a warning that we need to be restrained in the work or what the the more we advance the more disturbances we get that's for sure just like in our, our life except there it's in spirituality in building the screens and making those efforts and it shouldn't scare you well that depends on how much you're connected to the group if you're connected to the group and you're together even the surrounding light that you awaken will already give you the feeling of Please say, if the hard questions of Pharaoh appear as criticism towards the friends, how to help the friends overcome that? We have to shut our eyes and say that instead of the friends, I see the Creator. It's not the friend, it's the Creator. That's how He's shining to us. And we will see that there are no friends, but only the Creator who fills all of reality. And now, in order to educate us, to give us an opportunity to correct ourselves, He shines to us, He awakens in us this feeling as if we are among the friends. It's all the Creator depicting for us these forms of the friends. Why is he doing it in this way? We'll learn about it later, how the light through the Tensefirot depicts each and every friend, how we have to adapt ourselves to each and every friend, why I am in such qualities and the friends are before me, seemingly the friends, seemingly with their qualities, and if I connect with them, then ultimately I correct myself with the Creator. Think about it. No, translate. Day after day, I'm afraid that I won't come to the lesson. Does that mean I'm on the right track? Yes, but 
other than that, you also have to prepare such means that even when you don't want to come to the lesson, these means will... Good morning. Rav, what is that, that uh, piece of wood from the boat that, uh, that collapsed? I don't know. I didn't ask Rabbi Akiva. Thank you. I don't know how to explain this to you. This is the quality of the stole that he wanted to reach. And the stormy sea was holding this uh, piece of wood with Rabbi Akiva on it because he was, he, he held tightly to this principle. Where this piece of wood, this plank, the quality of faith brings it to the safe harbor. Good morning, Rav. He's talking about the parking here, and he says we receive it in order to strengthen. What are the actions that should strengthen us the most when we feel pleasure and uh, taste and assent to connect to the friends and as much as possible try to get all the flavors and all the good try to fill them with that fill them with that Likewise, concerning the soul, a person reincarnates until one acquires the wisdom of truth in full. Without them, the soul cannot reach its full level. But it is not that the knowledge one has acquired raises the level of the soul. Rather, it is the soul's inherent nature that it will not grow by its own effort before it has acquired the knowledge of the spiritual nature. Its growth depends on the measure of its knowledge. The reason this is so is that if it could grow without knowing, it would be harmed, like an infant who is ignorant and cannot walk. If it could walk on its feet, it would throw itself into a fire. However, the growth comes primarily through good deeds, which depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And both the knowledge and the good deeds depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And for the above reason, both come together. This is the meaning of, if you know not, go forth. Go forth and see, etc. Therefore, one, each complete soul attains all the souls from Adam Rishon to the end of correction. As one perceives one's acquaintances and neighbors, and according to one's knowledge, guards oneself from them, or connects and lives with them.
And it is not surprising that one attains all the souls, since spirituality does not depend on time or place, and there is no death there. What allows the grow, the souls, the soul to grow? The will to receive that's corrected in order to bestow. That person arranges it. That is called the soul of a, of a person. Very simple. It's called the divine part from above. Why? Because the will to receive, if it receives from the Creator, qualities of bestowal, desires to bestow, he learns how to perform acts of bestowal. By that, he becomes similar to the Creator. That's why it's called the divine part from above. Is there any experience or knowledge that accumulate here? Of course, from degree to degree, as a person climbs up to spiritual degrees, when he acquires a greater desire to receive, egoistic desire, and corrects it, and again, egoistic desire, and again, he corrects it. And this way, left, right, left, right, that's how he climbs the ladder until he corrects. He acquires all the broken desires from the shattering of the sh- of the soul and he brings them back to their corrected form it says here in the beginning of the, the article about two levels of katnut and one of gadlut what does that mean? Well, the first katnut, first in smallest infancy, is like a, is unable to do anything. It's like a newborn baby. You know that form. It's a piece of meat. You can cry, and that's it. It's nothing more than that. All the other actions. His parents perform. They wash him, they feed him, they do everything, the parents, until he begins to, to a small extent, by himself, to move around, move about, let's say from age two and on, age three. From age 3 to age 12, 13, that's the age of maturing, and he becomes a grown-up when he's 13, 14, 15, depending on the conditions in our world. And after that, he's already a grown-up. What is the educational and study program a person needs to get in order to uh, for the soul? If in a corporeal school, if I need to study math, that's clear. But in our study, so what are you doing here? Why are you here with us? 
I understand I'm going through some studying and education, but is it something that is definable and you are here in order to reach correction from your egoistic desires. So all those corrections that you will apply to your will to receive the egoistic desire that awakened in you, this means that you're correcting your broken soul. I understand what you're saying. I'm asking if, say, now 10,000 people come to study. We need to have some study program, order, or these things. Only the, the teacher leads and guides, and I'm asking, like, pedagogically. We have programs we have a great deal of material we have all kinds of circles and activities and we are in this process uh, for a long time now we are ready for it except there isn't much awakening in the audience, general public let's hope this will change in the near future. Uh, right now they're not coming by the en you know, masse. Let's hope that it will change in the near future. And all of us, yourself included, will have to teach more and more people. But is it correct to have to, that this study needs to be pedagogical and, and so on? According to the material of Bala Sulam, and according to the experience the person acquires, he knows more or less how to teach others. Not everyone, but if he's serious, then yes. Hello, Rav, friends. Every person came in his time to the ten. How can we understand and determine our common age in the ten, let's say? There's no such thing. In spirituality, we... We accept a person from zero until he discovers his will to receive, and he begins to correct it through restriction, screen, reflected light. He begins to overcome his will to receive, and accordingly he enters spirituality. And then in spirituality, he has to learn about these degrees uh, that are days, weeks, years, until he comes to age two, three. We'll learn about it. This is all in the tests, part nine, typically. I think that's where everything is. No, so there's no such thing, the collective age of the ten? Each one is separate in the ten. Moshe? We are in the headline, body and soul. Everybody is impatient and ill-tempered. 
for its livelihood is through incarnations, through the seven years of famine and the seven years of abundance. Meaning both through ascents and descents, the changing states for the good, for the worse, then back to the good, and all kinds of things when it gets emptied and when it gets filled through all those states, we, we go through all those states. It is is an exorable law that the years of famine cause the years of abundance to be forgotten, and the body reincarnates between them like stones that have been ground by water. And another plight awaits all around it. It imagines that one's friend is happy and content. These are our states, our feelings on the path as we develop. And this comes because this comes because at its basis the soul is ground between the the good inclination and the evil inclination. It It incarnates between them, at times feeling relief by the surrounding good inclination, and at times suffers an additional plight from the surrounding evil inclination. Questions? No, it's clear here. I just recommend you read it again during the day. Headline, Obtaining Knowledge in the Corporeal and in the Spiritual. The connection between the body and the soul is only that in the former, Things happen to it naturally and by themselves. And in the latter, they happen through work and joint relation between the spiritual and the corporeal. The spiritual work. The advantage of the spiritual over the corporeal is that in the corporeal there is reality even without attaining all the incidents. Similar to the perception of an infant who does not know the reason for the thing and will also not eat something that is harmful to it. But in the spiritual, no reality is attained prior to knowing the events and their outcomes. To the extent of the knowledge of the events, so is the attainment of one's own greatness and the attainment of the surrounding spiritual reality. Meaning, before we can feel the reality around us, before we can correctly sort ourselves out, connect ourselves correctly with the friends, in order to build a vessel, we won't feel any spiritual phenomenon in it. On the one hand, it's very good, because it's certain that we will not fail, because we come prepared for it. On the other hand, it just says that this is a serious matter. If you fit the degree the main growth 
However, the growth comes primarily through good deeds, which depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And both the knowledge and the good deeds depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And for the the above reason, both come together. Okay, and so I'm asking, what is the order of the or the relationship between good deeds and knowledge and attainment of the wisdom of truth? What leads to what? You can say that uh, sometimes this comes before and first, and sometimes the other comes first, meaning attaining the the knowledge and then the good deeds. So sometimes the good deeds come and then attaining the wisdom of truth. And sometimes they let people attain a little bit of the wisdom of truth, and because of that, he's drawn to good deeds. But typically, it's attaining of the good deeds, meaning in order to bestow, and later, according to these deeds, he attains the wisdom of truth. I'm also asking, because in the first part of the lesson, we talked about coercion, that you just need to get used to doing what we call good deeds, connection, efforts. This is corporeally. It's not uh, actually in order to bestow. It's a connection in the ten. So where is the issue of knowledge here? The knowledge is the result of these things? The knowledge is a result of the correct spiritual actions that we will do. From Karsnoyarsk, they're asking, what does it mean that each complete soul attains all the souls? Is there, is there a need for that? Why do I need to attain all the souls? In our correction, we connected the general soul of Adam, Adam Rishon. He includes in it all the souls, and this entire soul is called the created being. And the creator fills it, the upper light, fills it. Why is it called Creator? Because we can't discover anything outside of this vessel. Only what's inside this vessel. That's why it's called Creator, Boe. Boe, come and see what fills the vessel of Adam Oishon. And this is what we have to come to when we connect together and we discover the Creator in full, the Creator that exists in us. That is why we build the vessel in order to discover Him, and that is why we say, You have made me. Because creators from this. Okay, so headline Revelation of the Works of the Creator in Concealment. Then I was by Him as a master craftsman, and I was a daily a delight. Our sages interpreted it to mean that prior to the days of the Messiah, when receiving proselytes, the craftsmen come out towards them, and each craftsman plays with them. On the first day, he reveals the light. On the second, he makes the firmament, etc. These are the six six works days, and all delight in resting on the seventh day, placing in it sanctity and blessing to the worlds. This is the meaning of what our sages said, that prior to bringing the first fruit, all the craftsmen stand before them. That is precisely when they are called wise. 
However, the craftsmen do not stand before disciples of the wise. Come and see how great is a commandment in its time. Nothing is clear, right? What, what is he trying to give us here? To explain to us, Shabbat. The merit of the Shabbat, Sabbath, is that in it is the blessing and holiness to correct all the weekdays. Although it seems as though the correction depends on the work days and not on the days of rest, in which one does not work at all, it is not so. Rather, the blessing and Kedusha of the Sabbath corrects the weekdays. I just want to say, it's not, it doesn't speak of our world, of the days in our world, and the weeks and uh, nights and weeks and months and Shabbat, nothing. It speaks only about spiritual Bro, can we say that actually real work is on the day of rest? Real work is on the concealment, not in the revelation. The day of rest is not our day of Sabbath here. It's after we correct the Sfirot in the Partsuf, which is Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, then Malchut is the seventh the Sabbath Shabbat you don't need to to do anything because these six actions preceding actions that we did it's enough for those to combine to connect and to arrange the Malchut establish the Malchut that's what we need to do. But it says the correction of the workdays are concluded in the seventh day in Malchut. Yes, that's why we have the seventh day where we do nothing. Rather, on the seventh day, all the work of the six days of the week accumulate and they show their result on the seventh day. That's why the seventh day is is, uh, time off. We're not allowed to do anything. I'm saying, I'm talking about spirituality, the way it's written. So part of is completed? In that part? Yes. Then the Patsuf is whole after six actions in Chesed, Gvoat, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, in order to bestow all these actions, then concentrate in Malchut. That's the end of the process. Tbilisi. Good morning, dear Rav. Here's the question. Every lesson, there's a new, it's a new kind of joy. How to share correctly 
with the group, this joy, and does it bestow, is it bestow to, towards the group? Talk about it. It's better if you read again what we just read. And this will tie you to it. You don't have to talk much. You have to let the light that is in the text work on us. That's why it's recommended to read again. That's my recommendation to you. Moshe. We're continuing with the headline, Attaining the Spiritual Form. It is likewise in attaining the spiritual form. The attaining errs in its due form. One, that it will not be imaginary whatsoever. Two, that its attainment will be beyond any doubt, just as one does not doubt one's own existence. Meaning, we have two, these two discernments in spiritual attainment. One, that it will not be imaginary, but will be tangible, practical, felt clearly, not, not imaginary whatsoever. And that it comes to a state where a person feels complete satisfaction in it. The title spiritual indicates that it is resembled to the wind. In Hebrew, spirit also means means wind, where although the wind has no edge, similitude, or appearance, no person doubts its existence, since one's life depends on it. If the wind is sucked out of out of a house, should an animal be taken there, it'll die. Hence. Its existence is obvious, for it is one's life. And from the corporeal, we can understand the spiritual. The essence of the inner mind is similar to the interior of the body, which is called the soul of every flesh, regarded as a being with its deficiency. It is so because such a being that feels its existence feels its deficiencies. This is not so in animals, which are completely devoid of that perception and are completely devoid of the intellectual soul and its internality. Because of this, they feel its deficiency to the extent required for their physical existence. Its vitality is measured by the extent of the consistency of the sensation of lack. And if it does not feel a lack, it cannot feed itself and continue its existence, and it dies. Moreover, its size and health depend on the sensation of the lack, like the corporeal body, where the healthier also has a greater appetite, and therefore eats more, and thus grows bigger and healthier. (laughs) 
In short, spiritual attainment depends on efforts and how we develop our desires. What Barzulam then means here, how to understand what he says? When we come to the spiritual awareness, consciousness, we see that it cannot be any other way. Why? Because we position ourselves, we, we stand. We place ourselves above the nature of reception and the nature of bestowal. We are seemingly incorporated in two forms of nature. That's why our attainment is not in one of them or the other, but in between the two. And that's why it is the truth. We are not angels who have only a desire to bestow. We're not creatures of this world who have only the will to receive. We are made of both. That's why our attainment is truthful. Yes, Rav, morning. Um, thank you. Before that, uh, paragraph, I think I thought I understood what uh, spiritual attainment is, but now after uh, Bala Sulam gives these two conditions I'm not quite sure what a spiritual spiritual attainment is can you please explain? I cannot explain, no spiritual attainment is what takes place in one's brain and heart when he wants to be above his nature in in order to bestow. That's the only thing I can say. All the rest will be able to feel and to understand after we try to connect between us and with the Creator to some extent, at least to some extent, the smallest measure possible. What does it mean, Bar Sulam, when he says that from the corporeal we can understand the spiritual? What does it mean from from the corporeal to understand the spiritual? He's given us an example how it goes in our world. So we we could somehow imagine to some extent how it's happening in spirituality. Our life is divided from this point until the end of correction to, into three stages. Smallness, or an infant, a, a youth, and a grown-up, let's say. And more, that there's attainment in the brain and attainment in the heart, the way it is in corporeality, and also the way it is in spirituality, in brain and in heart. So our corporeal work, let's say in the ten, that brings us to the spiritual, otherwise how we will get there. This is preparation for spirituality. It's a result of our uh, work in the group. We can build inside of us we build inside of us the preparation
PT 38. What does it mean to attain all the souls that he writes in the article? To attain all the souls, meaning to attain all the parts that dwindled from the soul of Adam Arishon. Since all of them need to connect together back again into that same structure, except the structure will be 620 times bigger than what it was in Adam be suitable for the Creator, resemble the Creator. PT23, what knowledge does the soul need to acquire in order to have a right to exist in the next world? It acquires it on the way to the end of correction, degree by degree. It has to go through all the degrees until it reaches completion, wholeness, meaning it knows, understands, and feels how much it has to be incorporated in all the souls in order to make room for the Creator to fill them and to Last question from PT18. What specific innovation in our spiritual work in the tent is required for us to advance today? I can't say it a thousand times already. We have to connect between us, create all kinds of connections between us to study together, but mainly to awaken one another toward connection that leads to the Creator. The Creator will make corrections in every state as long as we are worthy of the state of its correction. This is the meaning of connecting and of asking Him. Put us in the right order, connect us properly so He'll be able to clothe in us and for us to reveal you inside of us. That's it. It doesn't depend on how much we understand it doesn't depend on being a man or a woman. We simply have to carry out 